Because I did read a bit about you, and I've um, I, when I first moved to Melbourne, I went to Huxtable, and I thought your book could just come out, and yeah, I've, got, okay. I've got a signed copy of oh, your book. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> but now you're doing quite different things. But I read that you always knew you wanted to be a chef from yes. the age of twelve. Is that yeah. really that's true? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, do you remember what now? Yes. Yeah. So my favourite part of what now was the let's cook part at the end. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and um, and I even. It's funny, I saw recently, I I wrote in for some of the recipes back in the day and like one of them was a sweet and sour chicken or something, And but one of them was a thing where it was like you get a piece of toast and then separate eggs, whip the egg whites, make like a, a round thing and then put the yolk in the middle and then put it like under the grill and grill it and then I saw it on Good Food like couple of months ago and oh, I was like wow. oh my god I made that like yeah you know t- 30 years ago wow okay um and yeah so yeah I was just always interested in cooking and like my grandma was a pretty good cook okay. and so I'd you know always be like what's that and I just think food um like family gatherings celebrations there was always lots of food and it was good and it just I assimilated happiness with food yeah you know always loved eating and yeah, yeah nice and then, and you went to the States, which feels like a different pathway from most people. So most people, when they mm. want to learn to be a chef, might go to Europe or... Yeah, so what happened was my dad, um, I was in high school and my dad got transferred to America with his job. And so I stayed in New Zealand with my mum, finished the last couple of years of high school and then went, uh, and then it was like, okay, well, I know this is what I want to do. I, and there was a very good culinary school um, where dad lived and so it was like you can stay in New Zealand and do it at AUT or you can go to there and so I went over there yeah yeah so then that you stayed there for a while and worked three so yeah it was two years full-time associate's degree in culinary arts the the full uh, Grand Rapids Community College and um and I worked at a country club full-time as well so it was like it's it wasn't the apprenticeship system like here so it was like uh five days a week at school, uh, about 35 contact hours a week, and then I was working about 35 hours a week as well at wow, the country okay. club. So, and you would have been quite novelty uh, being in New Zealand. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and when I moved there, I was 17, so wow. you know, I I couldn't go out and party and drink because you've got to be 21. So it was actually a really good environment okay. to learn in, and and oh, yeah. I was living with my dad and stepmother and two little brothers. So yeah, yeah, it was okay, just well. all about work, study, work, study, work, study. Yeah. So. Then you, you went back to Auckland and worked for a while? Yeah, went back to Auckland for about six months. Oh, no, for a year, that's right, a yeah. year. And, yeah, worked at Tribeca um, oh, okay. and Parnell um, for about six months. Actually, front of house on the floor because I was like, I just need a break yeah. from the kitchen. And then I worked at Paramount um, on Lawn Street with um, Paul Jobin for about six months as well. And then I moved to Melbourne. I actually just came here to visit three friends who were working at the Stokehouse over summer because I had heaps of points with United and was like, I'll just go over there and for a week and use some of my points. And I was like, oh my God, this place is insane. Yeah. Moved here two weeks later. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I think it would probably be the next the next step, wouldn't it? Yeah. After Auckland or whatever. It's interesting doing that front of house bit. Do you think that gives you, or um, gives you more of an appreciation of, because um, I just remember when I started being a waitress, I was really scared of the chefs, but that was back in Christchurch. And, um, yeah in the 90s and, yeah. um, and it was pretty like there was there was a real divide between front of house and, yeah. and kitchen but I mean that seems to have that's gone now it feels like but um yeah well when I was still in high school I started 
working, um, there was a new restaurant opened up along the road from my house in Pakaranga, um, and I got a job there as a kitchen hand on Fridays and Saturday nights, and then um, after a few months, they were like, oh, do you want to um, do some shifts on the floor and in the bar, you know, so in the bar, but naughty, but because um, I signed like 15, 16, but yeah, so I, I started working on the floor, and then I, I worked there for about another eight months before I moved to America and was like working pretty much full time on the floor. Yeah. So, because I, I love people and I love yeah. interacting with people. So, so yeah, so it was when I came back from America, that's, uh, yeah, it was like, I just want a bit of a break from the kitchen and I just, you know, I, what happened was friends of mine owned Tribeca and they asked me to help out with a wedding they had on and as a waiter and so I did that and then they're like, do you want a job? I was like, sure. So yeah, it just nice. kind of happened and then after a few months I was like, all right, I want to cook. It's good though, it means you really embrace the, the totality of hospitality. Oh, absolutely, well, exactly, it's and nice. the, the spirit of it. Because, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's why it was so nice when we had Huxtable to be able to see all of the punters and converse with them, and you know, instead yeah. of just being locked away in another room and the food goes out and you're like, eh. To be, yeah. to be able to see them enjoying the food is probably like the epitome of, of you know. Yeah, it was, it was cozy in there. I loved sitting up at <laughs> the bar. And, yeah. Or sitting anywhere, but sitting up at the bar was always good. It's, love to see, see the action. Yeah. It's cool how people would just be like, oh my God, like you guys barely even speak and everyone's just like precision and it's like, yeah. you know, it's like a dance, you know. So that was your first, of your own, your, your own place. How do you create a team like that then? So precision, precision. You don't need to. Um, I, I guess it's just. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's just luck in a way of the right people that click together, and and I guess knowing how to get the best out of people as well. You know, I've never been a screamer or yeller, or you know, it's if people know what you expect and you give them all the tools to get there, then there shouldn't yeah. be any reason that they can't, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's, it, I mean, it was so cozy in there, but yeah, in that kitchen, geez, there wasn't a the, tiny, room to yeah. swing a cat. So you had to be. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jenny, who was my sous chef, um, and Krista, who was my pastry chef, and the three of us were together for probably three, the first three years. And so Jenny, who was, German so she was a machine and so yeah I guess you know we just had that real synergy and Krista had already worked excuse me for me for a couple of years at the Graham so yeah I think we all just kind of knew each other's dance steps after yeah. a while and I feel like you were on a like a real trajectory because you you know obviously got your know, young chick of the year and, and, and all those things happen really Past, but did you? Is that what? Is that always the plan? Like, did you go right? I'm just going to be. I suppose everyone thinks they're going to be the best that they can be. But you know, like, what? How did you? Was it a surprise to you, or you knew that? Like, oh, this is what I aim for, and so. Oh look, I, yeah, as you say, I've always tried to do the best I can, and you know, I'm a firm believer that you get out what you put in, and you know, mm. um, I, I guess I always tried to work for well respected people yeah. and that always gives you more opportunities but also yeah just go um, over and above to, to make sure that you know and and yeah it's not like I, I kind of sort out those things but um, 
it's nice to get recognition, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. oh, amazing. Yeah. It's kind of funny that you say that because I actually recently put the, the Young Chef of the Year thing up in my kitchen and I actually had dinner with Emma that her and I won that together. And it was funny because, as you say, there was a bit of a tra- trajectory then and, and then I went and then Blake's Cafeteria kind of shut itself and I went to work for Shark at Fed Square and then it kind of just, and then I went to the Graham and it just kind of petered out. And then when we opened there, it kind of, yeah, same thing right. again. Yeah. And, and now it's kind of like down that down again. And yeah, it's like. But maybe, is that, was that a lifestyle choice as well for you, with having a family or um, just try, like getting in on the, 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 the hamburger? Who says hamburger? Get on the burger wave and. Um, well, we kind of started it. So, yeah, so okay. what. Look. Yes and no. Um, basically, because you know we decided to open this and it just went ballistic, and then we yeah. opened another one in the city, and then okay, we're going to open in Paran, and that um, we just weren't giving it the love it deserved. No, you know, and a restaurant that size, you, especially if there are three owners, they need to work in the business because sure. if you're paying people to do your jobs, and then in the meantime every man and his dog opened up down here and so the dollar was spread far and wide and yeah. so you know we had to eventually make the tough decision to put the old girl to bed with yeah. dignity you know do you still feel like nothing against burgers but is it still um does it still satisfy your chefliness <laughs> i'm sure it does because you're probably no sorry <laughs> no but no so yes what i miss cooking terribly yes off the record <laughs> okay, yeah but um but i don't miss working nights so sure. you know i mean the first six months i was working 90 hours a week there and then i got shingles so i had to take a couple of days off um so look it's it's kind of and this is just between you and i it's kind of at a stage now where we're you know starting to franchise and whatever and myself and my business partners are basically kind of being made um, obsolete in the business yeah. because there are people that are better at doing our jobs. I mean, obviously from the food side, we don't really have anyone else on the food side, but it's fast approaching that I'm going to have to, you know, still probably be on the board here, but yeah. go and have to do something else, which yeah, is yeah. kind of exciting, really. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, and because, yes, I do miss cooking terribly, and so I find I have, because um, I, I split up with my wife about two years ago as well, so... Um, I only I have was having my kids two days a week and we've just kind of renegotiated it so I've got them a little bit more. Okay. But yeah, so generally, if I'm at home by myself, I have friends over for dinner so I can cook. Good. Yeah. 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 And and that and that makes me happy. And they're like, you don't have to cook. I'm like, no, I need to cook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't understand. This is what I do, and I need to do it. And cooking for other people makes me happy. So. Yeah. Well, I was reading too that you were kind of back when you were maybe. Um, article where you're reflecting on what you would tell your younger self that article oh. I can't even remember where that was and, um, and it was all and everyone was all like oh yes you know the best place to be would be on a farm or you know the whole sustainable thing and I was thinking um, there's a lot of that happening now oh know, I would and, love and, and here and but also at home like Roots yeah. just got yeah. their third star and yeah. so on and I think it's really amazing and you know, is that what you'd want to get into, or is it? Look, uh, you know, that's you. I would love to move out into the country and have a place that's open for lunch four days a week, and just you know, like have a, a beautiful Annie. garden. Yeah, exactly, like an Annie Smithers. Yeah. But even on the property, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's terribly romantic, <laughs> but you know, that's. I have. I'm, I. 
in North Melbourne on my balcony I have like lots of pots with different things in them and you know none of it grows particularly well but you know I would love to and I was actually looking online on Sunday morning to see because a couple of streets over they've got um, veggie raised veggie gardens down the median strip and I would love to I was I'm going to measure outside my place to see if there's enough room to actually put a one-by-one. Well, yeah. You know, um, because, yeah, I I really do, um, yeah, I'm at the stage of my life where I just want to be tottering around in the garden and cooking, like, a friend of mine's got a property out in Taradale and I went out there over school holidays for the weekend with the kids and, you know, went and got rhubarb from the garden and chard and all sorts so of stuff nice, and cooked yeah. it up and it's just so nice went from there to there and it's you know it was living but we were just looking at properties in Taradale oh really because well there's one that's like four acres for 87 and a half thousand sure. and you're just like well maybe you need to like get onto this now because that's yeah. reasonable um, yeah, yeah. and that won't last and then, no. so, you know, so it's kind of and it's an hour and a half out but it's not that far it's not know? it's not like it took me when we came back oh, that Sunday right. afternoon or yeah Sunday about lunchtime it took an hour and nine minutes to North Melbourne. North Melbourne, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Because I mean, there's 110 miles away. Yeah. 117. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I would love to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just because um, I know that your time is precious, um, what would you say to young chefs getting into it now? Because I feel like a lot of the chefs I talk to say that, you know, they these youngies are coming in and they are all starry-eyed yeah, with what yeah. they see and, um, and it's a lot harder than they think. But Oh yeah, it's you know it's a very hard life but it's very rewarding yeah. um, and like anything, you, you like I said before, you get out what you put in and um, you don't have to stay in a shitty job either. If you're working for someone who's an asshole just, and you're not happy, you don't have to put up with it, just go somewhere else. Yeah. And um, also um, walk before you can run. Like, we had a funny story. We had an apprentice over at Huxtable who was amazing. Like, so, like, driven and, you know, like myself, ADD. Um, and, like, we'd come up with these amazing dishes and, you know, this gel and that bloody thing. And then one day he accidentally turned the um, oven off and he was like, oh, to my current head chef, Neil, how do you like the pilot? And he was like, well, 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 Kurt. You can make a fucking lemon gel, you can make a fucking parsley <laughs> but you can't light the oven. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just like, we all cracked up, cause, and he was like, oh, it's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just, just, you yeah. know, learn the basics, and uh, yeah, the more time you spend learning the basics, the more you, you can understand everything, rather than just, you know, trying to <laughs> go on an exponential. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Thank you. No worries. It'll be enough. Um, I do need a photo of you, but maybe Elise.